with authenticity. It's building that relationship. It's about the value. Because you want to make that impact. It can make you happy. Elevate others around Welcome us. to the Selling from the Heart podcast, your home for authentic, effective, and socially integrated sales strategies to help you master the art of selling. Join your co-hosts, Larry Levine and Daryl Amy, along with some of the world's best sales thought leaders and practitioners as we explore ways to help you grow your sales. Hello and welcome back to the Selling from the Heart podcast. Your co-host, Daryl Amy, here today with Larry Levine. What's going on, Larry? Oh, I, I tell you what, spring's in the air. I tell spring in Southern California is my favorite time of the year, Daryl. So I'm a weather geek. Get used to it. There you go. It is spring. All kinds of things are, are happening right now. This is an exciting time. Uh, this is an exciting time to be in sales. It's a critical time to be in sales right now. Um, as we've been saying from, from the beginning of the year, we've got to get it done in 2021. And uh, as sales professionals, we're thankful that you're here. We're thankful that uh, you are part of the Selling from the Heart community. And by the way, if you're new, welcome. You've joined a growing community of sales professionals that are dedicated to being genuine, being authentic, adding real value. We call it Selling from the Heart. And Larry, right now, it has been this, you know, it was about this time last year that the Selling from the Heart Insiders Group started forming a group of just really great sales professionals that said, hey, we're, if we're going to make it through this year, we're going to do better if we work together. And uh, the Selling from the Heart Insiders Group has been an absolute blast and highlight of this last year and going into 2021. It is going strong, and it's really, really a cool time. It's it, it's been a blessing. And by the way, that was a great rhyme just a second ago. I just Thanks, Larry. Get it done in twenty twenty one. That was a great rhyme. But nevertheless, the, the the insiders group it's it's all about you know the community, and it's it's we've we've brought like minded sales professionals and sales leaders together to say, hey, you know what, authenticity is the trust builder and the and i'm going to drop a couple other c words because it's going to cut it's going to tie directly into our guest today we're all about building the community and the connection and collaborating mm -hmm. inside that community mm -hmm. on why we believe authenticity and sincerity and integrity must be brought back into the sales profession daryl absolutely so if that sounds like fun to you if that sounds like something that uh, you resonate with and that would add value to your life. And I guarantee you it will join us, join a great community of sales professionals that are dedicated to Selling from the Heart. You can go to sellingfromtheheart.net slash insiders. Or if you're listening uh, on your phone, just text the word heart to 21,000. That's heart to 21,000. Larry, we've got a great discussion on deck today. As we get started though, we wanna give a massive shout out to our good friends over at BombBomb for all they're doing right now to enable us to rehumanize communication, something that is core to selling from the heart. Huge, huge. We, we're a firm believer. The best way to rehumanize yourself in the world that we're living in today is just open up BombBomb, shoot a quick video, show somebody how much you care about them, how much you appreciate them. You're thinking of them. Watch what happens in return. Yeah, here's a few quick tips from our friends at BombBomb. Bomb, and from there, we're going to introduce a guest for a conversation 
you will want to be a part of. So here's a few words from our friends at BombBomb. Selling from the heart means putting you back into the sales process, your passion, your energy, the emotion you bring, the belief you have in your product or service. Sales is a transfer of emotion. But can that happen if you're hiding behind a keyboard? Will another text-based message in their inbox get you to where you want to go? There's a better way and it starts with you. You in front of more people more often through a video messaging platform like BombBomb. We want to guide you along the Selling from the Heart process. Sign up for a free trial of BombBomb at bombbomb.com or sign up for a demonstration and sell from the heart by being face-to-face with more people more often. Fantastic. We definitely challenge you to take the BombBomb challenge. Free for 14 days. Send a video to me. Send one to Larry. Send one to your mom as well. Really, you're going to absolutely love this. <laughs> uh, but you know what? It's all about when we're talking about communication, we're talking about influence. And when we talk about influence, we're talking about leadership. And we have got a phenomenal guest here today. Larry, why don't you introduce our friend and let's dive in. Yeah, th- th- this is when I go back to high school and wish I would have taken French instead of Spanish <laughs> as a foreign language. But we're we're huge believers here at Selling from the Heart that sales professionals are leaders. Leaders cast vision. We're big, huge proponent of sales professionals who cast vision and lead with their heart, by the way, as well. So without further ado, I'm going to welcome Allah Hunkins. To sell all right, welcome along. In for a treat. <laughs> yeah, well, you can drop the French pronunciation. Oh, uh, we got it. We're glad you're here. <laughs> I'm so glad to be with you both. Thank you so much. I love Larry how you kind of had that pause after you said my name. Like, did I get it right? <laughs> <laughs> it was great. It was great. Am I in the 95th percentile? You are in the 96th percentile, my friend. That was very good. That was very good, Larry. You know, it reminds me of being, I was over in uh, France after doing some sales training. I brought my wife over, sweet Southern girl, never been in a French-speaking country. After being there for a week, I walked into a boulangerie, ordered everything in French, was feeling so proud, paid for it in French, and on the way out the door, threw the baguette over my shoulders, and the lady behind the uh, counter said, uh, a real Frenchman would have tucked it under his arm. <laughs> I was like, oh man, I thought it was, it was a, hey, welcome. We're glad you're here. This is going to be a great discussion. Thanks. But as we get started, you know the question every guest on the Selling from the Heart podcast takes a stab at. I can't wait to hear what you have to say about what does it mean to you to sell from the heart? Yeah, I love I love that you guys are all about selling from the heart. So for me, the heart, what is the heart about? The heart is about connection. And what is selling about? It's about connection. And so for me, selling from the heart is connection, connection. It's a, it's this sense of how can I connect with you to understand how I can be of service and bring value to you. And if I focus on the connection and the value, I got to trust that the results will take care of themselves. You know, it's it, it's interesting because I'm a big believer in, in connection. Also, the other word relate. But that's just if we can just for a moment before we dive into things is let's peel back connection because I'm a big believer that today it's so easy to connect. I mean, just I mean, just look at how we all connected. I mean, instantaneously we can connect. But what's it mean to truly, truly 
connect with somebody. Let's peel that back for a moment, if you don't mind. Yeah, I mean, so you can have connect. I mean, this is the difference between having, you know, you can have lots of friends on LinkedIn or lots of uh, connections on LinkedIn and friends on Facebook and things like that. But yeah, technology allows us to connect, but let's go deeper. What does that really mean? I mean, connection at its core, connection is around empathy. And I define empathy as showing people that you understand them and that you care how they feel. So if we unpack both of those briefly, so showing people that you understand them means that you're willing to step into their shoes and see things the way they see them. And you can't get there without listening to them first with those good, big, open, broad questions to get a sense of what the world is like from their point of view. And then showing them that you care how they feel. Now, all of that, by the way, is not something that you can do by pressing connect or <laughs> join. You know, that takes time. And this is one of the paradoxes of leadership is that clearly, you know, all you sales professionals, you are on the hook to deliver results. And I'm not against results, but we have to realize that making connection isn't something you can just check off of your to-do list. And so there's a time and a place to go fast. So you want to systematize and automate those things that aren't human, you know, use the algorithms, use your automations to do all that. And when you have those opportunities to connect with another human being, to slow down and to be fully present and to listen to them, that's what the heart of connection is about. That's so good, Daryl. I really like that. I, I was just thinking of the absurdity. You know, we do this on LinkedIn, we connect and then we just, you know, move on. Whereas what if we like called someone up, connected with them on the phone and then didn't talk? You know, it's so it would be absurd if we did that on the telephone. We're doing that all the time um, right now in our world of social, which, uh, you know, is is a shame. You know, I love I love that you say that um, in in the in your book, which, by the way, um, I think that the the alliteration in this book is brilliant. Uh, <laughs> but not only that, the the concepts of leadership in this book are so parallel to sales because salespeople are influencers, right? And um, when you talk about uh, empathy in the book, you talk about connection in action. So as as a leader, first of all, how does I mean, how does a leader operationalize, turn empathy into something more than just a good sentiment, but actually turn it into action in their organization. Yeah, absolutely. Because all this has to be practical. If you don't make this practical, it's just the flavor of the month. Oh, we're going to show some empathy. What does that mean? So here are a couple of things that will really move you to strengthen your connection and empathy muscles. Number one is listen with purpose. And specifically, your purpose as a sales professional should be listening and seeking to understand, which means not listening to figure out how can I pitch my product and figuring that out. It's really listening to understand their needs, their primary needs first. And to do that, you have to park your own agenda and slow down and really listen in for what that is. In that process, you want to be curious and continue to ask follow-on questions. Be willing to ask the question that your ego is saying, am I gonna look stupid if I ask this question? But to be able to step in and understand what they're, where they're coming from, and then to see does what I have, how can this meet this need? You, I mean, this is why you wanna have be so prepped and understand whatever product or service you're selling, understand what are all the needs that it meets, 
so that when they bring that, you bring this sense of joy and excitement that, wow, I hear what your needs are and this will meet your needs. So this is completely client-centric focused kind of listening and then trusting that's going to work because they have that need and you already know how that works. You know what, what's interesting about this, Daryl, is time and time again, we hear the word curious coming up so often. Mm-hmm. You talk about you know being present and listening with purpose. Curiosity, you this again, I'm fascinated by this because so many of our podcast guests recently that have come on are all talking about curiosity. Curiosity and asking those questions and truly meaning it. And I think, you know, especially from you know, the, the sales reps, sales professionals perspective and how they look at whether they reflect them as sales managers or sales leaders is, are you asking me these questions because you really want to know, or are you asking me these questions because something else? Yeah. And Larry, you know, as, as you say that, that just makes me think about the, what curiosity and your willingness to be present and be curious yeah is is the value additive of the sales cycle because think about it we live in a world where information is instantaneous and if people want information about your field or your product they can google you it's so much easier for them to get all the information Mm -hmm. that way and so your being curious isn't about just getting information it's actually helping people to clarify their own insights. So I like to think of a great salesperson, like a great leader or a great coach, becomes a thinking partner on the Mm -hmm. journey of helping people to solve the problem. There's four steps to the creative problem solving, right, in terms of the creative problem solving method. So first, people need to clarify the problem. Now, a lot of our customers, our clients, they have needs, but they're not, like they say, I have this issue, but any good salesperson knows what they say may not be the actual real need. So helping people through being curious and asking questions to clarify what is the actual problem. Hmm. Then to generate a whole lot of ideas, lots and lots of ideas on how could we deal with that. Then out of those lots and lots of ideas, how do we find which are the best ones and then go from there into implementing? I mean, that is the standard four-step creative problem-solving model. And what great salespeople do is they basically facilitate people and coach them through that process. And the value you bring through your curiosity and asking questions, you know, this is why people pay for coaches or even pay for therapists. They want, they want insight. And I think that great salespeople deliver so much more than just the spec, right? The product, the mm-hmm. service. It is how do you create the value of you know, I remember I was talking with a client and I said, you know, and this is a fairly standard question that many of us may have asked as you finish up a call. I said, is there anything I haven't asked you? Her name was Josephine. Mm-hmm. She was she was a head of a retail company. And she said, you know, I said, is there Josephine, is there anything I haven't asked you that I ought to have asked you here? And great she question. went, she said, that's a great question. And I said, I know it's on my template. I've practiced these questions. <laughs> you know? no, I didn't say that to her. I was thinking that. But, but, but this is what Josephine said. She said, no, but I have to say this feels like this was a good therapy session. I feel lighter because <laughs> in the process, yeah. I helped her to clarify. And yes. you have to realize that, that clarification 
you have just provided value right there. I mean, they've gotten mm. hopefully some really good free coaching and consulting just from the interaction of how you show up. And you know, if we are sales professionals, we have to remember that's the value that we bring. Because look, if people could figure this stuff out on their own, they would have done it already and they wouldn't have called you. So how can you bring that insight to them? So good, yeah. I really like this because I think one of the things in the last you know 10 plus years that we keep saying over and over in the sales profession is our clients already know more about our products and services than we do. And certainly that's what the marketing people have been telling us, right? Your clients are online, they're, in, they're doing all this research. But you know what the reality is? There's so you I was telling my 16 year old last night, he likes to work out. And so, you know, he's he's I'm always concerned he's going to push himself too hard, too far. And so I'm like, you know, have you ever thought about asking like a real human being for some advice, like a doctor or someone as opposed to the <laughs> people you find online? Because the reality is you can find all kinds of opinions online. You can find every kind of opinion online. And you think about our buyers nowadays that have a problem. We say, you know, it's it's kind of cliche to say, well, they can go online and find the answer. No, actually, they can go online and find 15 answers, yeah. different answers to the same problem. And so the value that we have as sales professionals is exactly what you're talking about, which is clarifying and collaborating um, so that, you know, we can bring insight and advice. And we've been saying all along, you know, when we're talking about authenticity, we're not just talking about authentic relationship. We're talking about authentic value, really caring, yeah. but also being able to lead someone through that collaborative process. I think that's pure gold right there. Hey, in your book, uh, at the beginning of the book, you talk about why old school leadership is broken. I'm curious what your thoughts are on that, because I want to see how that parallels to old school <laughs> selling. Yeah. So interesting. So if we define old school leadership, and this actually, I did all the research on this. Turns out that old school leadership, I think we've all seen it. We're all familiar with it. And to, in a nutshell, it is, if I'm the the leader, I'm the boss, because that's what we would call ourselves, and you're my employee, as it mm -hmm. were. This, the value proposition is this, is that I tell you what to do, and you shut up and do it. That's right. pretty much, right? That's, that's my job, that's your job. No questions asked. And that right. was, and you know, and that came out of the industrial revolution. Cause you know, when you had labor and they called it labor mm -hmm. on the right. assembly line, they didn't want people thinking for themselves. In fact, Henry Ford, the founder of Ford Motor Company famously said of his employees, why is it every time I want a pair of hands, they come with a brain attached, right? right? So <laughs> thinking, thinking was a liability, right? And so clearly that is not the world that we live in anymore. We live in a knowledge work, digital age. We need everyone to be thinking for themselves. Mm -hmm. And so, however, old school leaders or old school salespeople, it's the sense of I'm the expert. I know what's going on. I'm going to tell you, let me explain what's happening, which is, you know, it's the classic old, I'm spending 95% of the sales meeting. I'm telling you about how smart I am and how good I am and why you need this. And very quickly, people are tuning things out. Mm -hmm. So that's old school leadership as opposed to new school is getting out of the idea of being the commander in chief and being much more of the facilitator in chief, right? That whole sense of the word facilitate, by the way, comes from the Latin word facile, which means to make things easy. Mm. And I think this is this is really indicative of our world because our world has gotten so complex. You think about this, the nature of it, the information age that we're living in, people need help. And just going back to something you said before, Daryl, is that 
part of the goal, the insight that you bring as a salesperson is your ability to curate. So yeah, there's 50 different answers out there, but you've actually explored those 50 things and you can speak credibly to like, well, there's this school of thought and there's this and this. And what I found is, and then you kind of take that all, boil it down and people will pay you just for the act of curating, filtering through all the noise they have to deal with because there's so much noise out there. So old school leaders believe I've got the right answer. Here's what it is. The new school leader is I have a process and I'm going to take you through this process. And together, we're going to find out what the right answer is for you. Because not only do we live in an age of technology, we live in an age where all of our expectations and the expectations have gone up where we want every solution to be personal. And we also want our experience to be amazing. Like if I say to both of you, one click, immediately you think of Amazon. Hmm. Now, I don't care if you're competing directly against Amazon or not, but that has set the benchmark for the online shopping experience. So mm -hmm. anyone who works, has bought as a customer from Amazon knows what one click means. So they go, I can one click with Amazon. Why is it with your process? I've got 40 clicks or 30, right? So this becomes the benchmark. And so part of what we need to do as salespeople, as leaders, is how do we manage expectations? And one of the best ways to do that is to become partners with the people that we're leading and or selling to. It, it, it's so it's so good. There's one word that I really keyed in on and what you said, and that was the facilitator. Me too. And we, you know, what what would it be like if we became that facilitator as sales professionals? The other word that I thought of that we haven't discussed, but it just it came just came to thought in my brain is tour guide. Mm -hmm. We are in essence a sales professional is a tour guide, a facilitator of their knowledge and your knowledge so that in turn that we, together we can help make sense of the issue. Mm -hmm. I love that, Larry. I mean, completely, exactly. And that the tour guide is familiar with the whole landscape. And they're also realizing that some people come on this tour, they want to take a different path and that's okay. You know, that there's not a one right way to do this. I mean, it's this odd paradox that we live in this age of kind of automated customization, right? Bespoke, like you have your basic thing, but we all want to feel like you think about how many of us are ingesting the same yeah. basic framework, but we all want it tailored to our own specifications. And so great, smart leaders, great, smart salespeople find ways where they can build on the shell and create that. I'm going to create it just the way you want it because it's important to you. Very, very strong. I have so many light bulb moments happening here today. <laughs> it's so good. And, uh, you know, the, the other the other area I want to go in the in some of the time we have remaining in cracking the leadership code, uh, which is a brilliant book. I think salespeople should read, but don't just get a copy for yourself, like grab five or 10 copies, because this is the kind of one you're going to want to hand out to your prospects as a gift. Great if you want to drive C-level conversation. Uh, maybe buy a case of 100. I don't know. But you know what? In the, the third <laughs> point of collaboration, yeah. uh, and this is what we're talking about, mm -hmm. um, you know, as leaders, leaders have to motivate people to take action, um, mm -hmm. especially today. It's not command and control. Salespeople definitely have to motivate people to take action. We cannot force anyone to sign an order. So yeah. when it comes to motivation, um, what what should we be thinking? Uh, it's it, uh, 
you know, in, in, in the book, it talks about the magic pill that everyone's searching for. And I think uh, every sales rep is searching for a magic pill. Can you tell us what the magic pill of motivation is? Oh, well, that's funny. <laughs> I love that you said, like, can you tell us the answer? Yes, I'll, please. Yeah, the, of course. Like, what's the magic pill? Well, I'll tell you, in the book, I share this story, too. It's about the famous British film director, Alfred Hitchcock, right? So Hitchcock was a world acclaimed director who frankly hated actors. He thought actors were a pain in the butt. And in fact, he was interviewed, he was interviewed by a reporter who said, now, is it true that you once said all actors are cattle? And, 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 Hitch, and Hitchcock came back and he said, I never said all actors are cattle. What I said was all actors should be treated like cattle. Right? <laughs> he could have been a sales manager. Oh yeah, exactly. And, so, and then, so talking about motivation. So in 1965, Hitchcock's making this movie called Torn Curtain and his leading man is Paul Newman, who is a big method actor and is already an Academy Award nominee. And Newman had some questions about his character. And again, Hitchcock didn't care for actors. He just wanted them to be puppets and be molded. You know, old school director, like do what I tell right. you to do. Uh -huh. but, but Newman says, no, I need to know what's my character's motivation. So Hitchcock famously turns to Newman. He says, your motivation, Mr. Newman, is your salary. <laughs> so the story goes so in the book i say that that money is not this magic pill that motivates people so it right. turns out motivation is a bit more complicated than just this um and so it, what it turns out is i have found in my work there's four basic fundamental needs that we all have to be motivated and to perform at our best number one is we have to feel safe Right. So that's either physically safe and or psychologically safe that it's OK mm -hmm. for me to speak up. So this goes back to selling from the heart and connecting. Have I created an environment of trust where mm -hmm. we can have this open and honest dialogue as opposed to we've all been there where there's like, hmm, if I say this, is this going to get leveraged against me later? Or do I speak and that whole political and I don't feel comfortable actually just having a straightforward conversation. Right. Mm -hmm. So e easier said than done. So that's safety. The next piece is around energy. So what am I doing to create an environment where people are energized? One great way to build energy in a conversation is to ask questions and get people talking because when they're talking, they have to be engaged as opposed to, you know, the old show up and throw up style of mm -hmm. pitching, right? It's like, mm -hmm. well, that's a very quick way to de-energize. So we've got safety, mm -hmm. we've got energy. The third thing is around purpose that we all want to feel that what we're doing contributes to something greater than ourselves. So, mm -hmm whether working with your clients and thinking, tell me about your business, like helping them to connect with like, why did you get into this? You know, asking those big, you know, Simon Sinek famously said, start with why, right? This, mm -hmm. what's the reason behind this? Because when people are connected to that motive, wow, it drives their motivation. And then the fourth one has to do with a sense of ownership is that how do we have autonomy behind what we're doing? And so helping as you're working with clients, helping them to start to visualize how you're going to give them more agency through your product, through your service, for them to be able to bring more of themselves to what you're doing. So, mm -hmm. again, it's not as simple as money. It's got safety. It's got energy. It's got ownership and its purpose. And what we want to do as leaders and or as salespeople is create environments that support that. I like to say that great leaders create environments by design. And lousy leaders create environments too. They just do it by default because they're not mm. thinking about it. So consider what is the environment that you're creating? No, I, 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 yeah, so holding stuff there. But I'd like to take take what you just said just down one notch. Okay. Now let's just take this to the, and this the sales professionals that are listening to this, let's key in on this for a moment. 
what would it be like? Imagine how that conversation would flow between you and your client or you and a prospect if you created that environment that was safe, that you made them feel comfortable to truly open up what's on their minds and their hearts, mm -hmm. that you truly listened, you were intently curious. Mm -hmm. Imagine what would happen to that conversation and what you would uncover. Let's think about that for a second. Beautiful. Powerful. Wow. What an amazing conversation. I can't, <laughs> this has gone so quick. We're going to have to have you back again. Everybody um, that's listening in needs to get a copy of Cracking the Leadership Code. And as, as, as I said, get more than one copy because this is one I think you're going to want to hand out and also use it as uh, a gift in discussions with the C-level people that you work with. Alain, thank you so much for sharing time with us today. This has been fantastic. Simply brilliant. Daryl, Larry, thank you so much for having me. I've, it's been a total pleasure for me. Thank you. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Larry, uh, oh there is That's so much to unpack in this episode. <laughs> and this is why, you know, just looking at, at all of this, I think this is why one of the things that is core in Selling from the Heart is we look not just to the traditional sales stuff, uh, which by the way, a lot of it's command and control. We need to know the skills, but we look to leadership. Uh, we look to the leadership discipline because truly as sales professionals, especially if you're in a complex sales environment, you've got to build consensus. And I loved, uh, I loved what we talked about today around facilitation, being making things easy. And I think this is something we need to continue to unpack in the, the months to come in terms of how as sales reps in a world that is drowning in information, we can become uh, facilitators, collaborators, help bring clarity um, and learn the skills to do that. Larry, it's so good. No, it's so spot on, you know, and then that just take it even one step farther. I mean, you already talked about the collaboration, the communication and the connection part of this. This is what I'd like everyone to key in on for a moment. Um, at the very end of the podcast, something magical happened. We started talking about safety and the environment and, mm -hmm. and the environments and so forth. Let's stop and think about that for a moment. I believe in my heart. If you as a sales professional want to truly connect with your clients, create that environment and share not only your purpose, but invite them to share their purpose. That's right. Communicate on it. You will truly connect at levels that you have never seen before because it's not about the product and the solution in the beginning. It's about how well can you connect and relate to somebody, Daryl? Yeah, that's a great uh, that's a great action item. And we challenge you to do that. Uh, take action. Don't just listen to this podcast. Take some action. Put it to work. Try it out. And we'd love to hear from you and continue this dialogue. Well, thank you once again to our friends at BombBomb for being supporters of Selling from the Heart. You can check them out at bombbomb.com slash heart. Uh, thank you to everybody in the Insiders group. We so enjoy hanging out with you every Friday. Uh, it's in the dialogue that goes on during the week in our private community is fantastic. Thank you to everybody in the Selling from the Heart community, especially those of you who are leaving reviews for the podcasts and the platforms on which you listen. We deeply appreciate that because it helps us spread the word. And until next week, keep being genuine, keep being authentic, keep adding real value. Be a leader that facilitates change. And most of all, self from 
Thanks for listening to the Selling from the Heart podcast on the SalesCast Network. If you enjoyed the show, make sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. We appreciate your encouraging reviews as it helps us spread the word. As always, we would love to connect with you. So look for us on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and your favorite podcast platform. This podcast is produced by our friends at SalesCast. Learn more at www.salescast.co. We look forward to seeing you next time.